It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Locked On Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On podcast network, your team every day. I am Brady Trantham, and for the next 30 minutes or so, you will be locked on Thunder. It's Wednesday. We're still two days away from tip-off, and because I still want to do a little more work with the whole SGA thing, uh, that will come out tomorrow for sure, I thought it'd be a good idea to basically do a little crossover episode of my own on this Wednesday. Uh, Wednesdays, For OKC82, Chisholm Holland of the franchise and me will meet at the press restaurant in the Plaza District in Oklahoma City around 11 o'clock or noon, eat lunch, and then talk Thunder and talk NBA basketball. We've called it the weekly show for OKC82, but we just now dubbed it the full court press. Get it? Because we do it from the press restaurant. Puns aside, silly puns aside, we have a lot of fun doing it, and because I want to basically show it off just a little bit. I thought, hey, I'll just share it on this Locked on Thunder podcast because there isn't a lot of Thunder news to basically be going over at this point. Uh, we were joined today by my other partner with the OKC82 podcast, Miss Madison Morris. So you'll hear the three of us talking Thunder basketball. And then with the full court press episode, we typically do a little bit more NBA wide talking. So uh, hopefully everybody enjoys it. I enjoy doing it. So without further ado, here's the full court press on the OKC82 podcast feed. This is the OKC82 podcast live from the press restaurant down on 16th Street, the Plaza District. Great place to come enjoy a great meal, great drinks, awesome bar. Watch anytime you watch a sporting event. This is the weekly show that Brady has now named the full court press. Well, like, how dare us? That's funny. I like, like it. We've never thought of it. Because remember when we, f- we first did this and we were trying to think, oh, what should we call this thing? What should we call this show? And we just kind of like weekly show because I guess we just weren't inspired. We're doing it from the press. So it's the a full court press. Term. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's not bad. That's yeah, not bad. It's not bad. Thank you for the pun jokes. We need more of those. Exactly. More pun jokes. So, welcome to the Full Court Press with Madison Morris, Brady Chapman, Chisholm Holland. On the OKC82 podcast. Burning daylight. What are you doing with your day on the reg? Um, well, I'm usually either at work You're or... You're watching Dennis Schroeder's Instagram stories. I am watching Dennis Schroeder's Instagram stories. We're looking at shirtless photos of Danilo Gallinari. And that just popped up on my feed. I can't Ooh. control that. I'm sorry. Prime. Why are you sweating? That is prime dad <laughs> just bod. just got really hot in here. <laughs> prime dad bod. That's a good dad bod right there. Danilo Gallinari. So you guys explained something to me earlier that I was not familiar with the term. I'm Somehow I'm 26, but I'm out of the loop on all these social trends. Explain to me what the Danilo Gallinari photo is called again. Oh, a thirst trap. A thirst yes. trap. So, so it's like a booby trap, except for it's... No, I mean, kind of, but kind it's Kind of like, like booby traps, A yeah. thirst trap I thought that was like, a good joke. Madison didn't like it. I, no, I didn't appreciate it <laughs> like you guys did. But a thirst trap is when you post a picture on social media with full intentions of, like, reeling in the thirsty people, and so they can either, like, compliment you or they can tell you how hot you look or uh, you get a lot of DM messages from... 
boys or girls, depending on who you are. Well, Madison, when you say thirsty, are we talking about people that are parched, that are dehydrated? <laughs> no, people who are in great need for love and affection. Oh, okay. Well, that's a, that's all of us. We all want love and affection yes, from somebody. Yes, but like, thirsty people are in dire need of it. Dire need. Well, I mean. So in the words of Patrick, they're doing it for the clout? Yes, do it for the clout. I've never heard anyone use the word clout as many times as Patrick has used it in a group text the past I three days. I still don't know what clout is. Yeah, why should it be pursued? Why are we pursuing the clout? Yeah. I don't know. I'm all about pursuing happiness because I'm an American. So, out of this table, raise your hand if you've ever done something like that. A thirst Oh, Madison, only Madison one with her hand up. I have done it, and I have no shame Successful. in it. Successful. Successful thirst Yeah, it was successful. Did you get DMs? I got DMs. I got um, what are the little double tap likes and everything, and I was very proud of it. Chisholm, maybe you can do a better job of uh, persuading Madison to do this, but I've all, like Ryan Chapman, me, Matt Burton, we, we had this idea of a segment on OKCA2 where it's not we happen. dive into Madison Morris' nope. DMs. No, 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 no. Those are locked. Those are locked. That, Release no. the DMs. Here's what you're doing now. Is now you now everyone's imagination is running with what's no. in these that you're so passionate about I us mean, not seeing. No, let's not do it. They're so dry and boring. There's nothing in there. See, that's a better defense. You've, you've, you've hurt yourself with this. There's nothing in there worth seeing. I either, promise. You've heard the story about me Snapchatting everyone in her snapbook, right? <laughs> what is a snapbook? And first of all, still pissed at you for that. Your address book address on Snapchat. Book. Oh, Snapchat. Address book. Okay, sure. All your Snapchat that. contacts. All of my Snapchat friends. Because we're all friends. I, knew, I remember I knew something was wrong when I got a Snapchat from Madison because she sends me a Snapchat about once every four months. Yeah, that's true. I don't snap a lot of people except for, like, my sister. But I snapped out a video of you talking on the radio that yeah. says my career is on fleek. Yeah, <laughs> which I thought that made it very obvious that my it was not you. My phone blew up for two days straight. What Chism. does fleek mean? I don't even know. I don't know what that means. But my phone blew up, and I had so many people. Yeah, get it, girl. So proud of you. And That's my favorite, so which we will not name, is a former athlete <laughs> in the state of Oklahoma responded to you with some positive affirmation. Yeah, that is. Truly outstanding. So is that 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 took a you thirst seriously. trap? Was that a thirst trap then? I guess so. I'm still holding out hope for that. That was by a the thirst way. trap for you. That was a reverse thirst trap. Yeah, because like I set else. a thirst trap for you that you yeah. did not want. But I didn't want it, and then it like kind of worked to my advantage, but kind of didn't. Can I get a yes? Always leave your phone unlocked around me. Uh, never. It's going in the lap. So Oklahoma City, obviously uh, on a break because it's All Star Week and I weekend. I don't know what to do with myself. I, trust me. I sat in my apartment. Imagine with trying no to host a four-hour show every day with, of no, what, with no no Oklahoma sports. There's nothing going on. Yeah, the energy playing. Boring. I think they're in preseason. Let's be energetic. Let's I believe be energetic. Uh, softball has started up. You guys yeah. Yeah. Softball, softball. softball and baseball started last weekend. Yes, there you go. Oh, you basketball played last night. So did OSU. Did they beat West Virginia? Uh, no, they did not. Oh, darn it. Shocker. They um, scored 14 points the entire second half of the game. Well, it's Press Virginia for you. Speaking of Press Virginia. We're the at press. the press. We're at the press. Impressive. So the all-star game, what do they call The Elam ending? Elam? Is it Elam or Elam? Like Jason Elam, that kicker for the he, The Broncos. guy who came up with it did an interview with Zach Lowe, and I listened to the 45-minute interview, and I still don't know how to say his last name. I think it's Elam. I know because you know how East Coasters are with pronunciations of words. Like they'll they'll say Oregon. I'm like, e. there is no e at the end of Oregon. It's like Nevada, or Nevada. I say Nevada. Nevada is correct. Nevada oh, is wrong. Oh, okay. Nevada. I was about to say I've always said Nevada, and I thought. It was Did you right. know where that guy was from? The guy who came up with this ending. 
Uh, not a former, co- not a not a basketball player. Never played basketball in high school. He's a math teacher at Ball State. What? Indiana? Wow. Well, Indiana's a Indiana's kind of a basketball, but he's in, ma- in again. Never played basketball in high school. Never played in college. It's David Letterman's. He's a professor at Ball State teaching algebra. I appreciate that. Algebra. That's a that's an Arabic word. It is an it is an Arabic word. He. Did you know, uh, did you know lemon is too. Lemon is an Arabic word. Does it does it sound or feel Arabic to me? Lemon. Lemon. Can you imagine? Can you like that is so weird. Uh, lemon. 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 Mm. What? I thought you were waving at somebody, but no. you're just acting out. I'm, you're talking. Yes, I'm putting like characteristics. I want to squeeze a lemon. <gasps> on the- oh my god! <laughs> she dropped her phone face down. Yeah. <laughs> um. Is it broken? Nope, but it has food on it. Yuck! Shout out the press. Um, <laughs> So, what did you think about the ending? What did you think about how it all kind of came I thought about? it was fun. I thought it was fun to see the best players on earth and Ben Simmons, you know, really give a crap <laughs> um, in an all-star game. We saw Kyle Lowry take two charges. <clears throat> we saw uh, really the flaw in Giannis Antetokounmpo's drafting because we were running post moves to Pascal Siakam in crunch time against James Harden. So, in theory, it kind of works out. But we've James Harden has the same thing that Russell has. When he's actually bodied up against somebody, especially on the post, he's strong enough to hold his own. So it really wasn't the mismatch that you think it is. But having said that, like, it, it was still fun. I hope that they kind of clean it up here and there about, like, no one wants to see the game end on a free throw. That was kind of anticlimactic. I'm sure they can clean it up in some way. But, yeah, next year, please have someone else be a team captain than just LeBron or Giannis because clearly LeBron's going to draft his friends and Giannis is going to make questionable decisions. I'm going to get Joel Embiid with your first pick. What? <laughs> Not Kawhi. It's because he wants to join the Sixers in a couple years. No, he's going to go to the Heat. He got Bam and Jimmy. Mm. This is known. I'm sure it is. Heat culture, man. If you've been a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans. But you may not know that Locked On Thunder is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Thunder fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. Not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with Thunder fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, then let's put your company right here on this Locked On Thunder podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses. Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit lockedonpodcast.com slash advertising and let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve locked on advertising success. Once again, text the word advertising to 33777 or visit lockedonpodcast.com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. 
Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. What did you think about the ending, Madison? Well, obviously, I thought the ending was very boring because I really... I very of, boring? No, no, like the ending of it, it was boring. Like, it, it, Anthony like a, Davis shot a free throw. Uh, you, oh, you just mean literally just the free no, throw? No, like just the free throw. Was that like, was man, boring. That last like four no, 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 minutes no, no, was no. awesome. The whole fourth quarter, if it or was a wh- whatever you want to call it, the fourth quarter, yeah, yeah. the fourth quarter where they just had to get to 157 first. I thought that was really entertaining because we saw Joel Embiid almost pick a fight, and that's why I love him so much. And then we saw guys like, uh, wait, who was it that almost got freaking teed up? I thought, and it was well, amazing. Chris Paul wanted to like punch a. Rat. It was Chris Paul. Chris Paul, I thought he was going to get Him and LeBron up. were pissed. And I was so excited because I don't think there's ever been a technical given out in an all-star game that's not even freaking serious. But I loved it, and I thought it was really fun. And, uh, yeah, I, I wish it would have ended differently, like LeBron James hitting that half-court shot that he really tried to attempt. I thought that would have been a much better ending, but it didn't. And, yeah. I'm glad that didn't work either because I, I don't know. Also, did anyone find it weird? I mean, it was rightfully given out, but Kawhi Leonard getting the Kobe Bryant MVP award was just like, I mean, that's cool and all, but, like, wouldn't it be a better storyline for the NBA if it had gone to, like, LeBron James or something? Well, LeBron didn't really eh. – Kawhi, Kawhi had the points, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but still, like, LeBron should have had the points. Really? This would have been a better storyline. Well, Kawhi and Kobe were known as best friends. Like, they were apparently really? pretty close. Yeah. Oh. Should have gone to Trey Young. No. Well, let's not let's not go too far down that road. Um, so my thought, I, again, I listened to the Zach Lowe podcast with you know, Professor Elam, who came up Elam Elam. I'm going to say it different Whatever every time. It is. Come up, who came e- up with this ending? Elam, the Elam, who came up with this ending, and he said all the reaction he got was very very positive, outside of the fact that it ended on a free throw, which was my initial reaction as well. And what his defense of it was is that yeah, that's how every NBA game ends right now. In theory, this would limit that to happening less often. So if you have a problem with the game ending because of a free throw, that sounds like you should love this ending because that happens fewer and less often than close current NBA games, which is totally true. Yeah. The team's down five right now. What do they, they have to conserve clocks. So they have to foul. They're giving away points by watching guys shoot eight free throws in 30 seconds. This ending, that, that's not going to happen. No one's going to intentionally foul down the stretch. Because you'll be giving up points, which is way more important than a clock that doesn't exist. Yeah, but like you're setting this up, you know, the, the Elam ending or whatever. You're setting it up, and so it's going – players are going to play harder, which is going to increase the likelihood that fouls will have to be called because you'll have guys taking charges. You'll have guys bulldozing into the rim. Fouls will have to be called. So, like, you can do something but, like if you're if you're up more than five points and you went off a free throw, you win. If you're – if you're leading by less than five and you reach the mark with a free throw, you keep playing and win by, you know, a certain amount. Because whenever you play 21 with your friends on the court, like, you have to win by two. Right. Like, that's a classic common rule. Right. I I think what – and I, I don't know if I disagree with him. What the thought process is is that the free throws that we currently have at the end of actual NBA games aren't technically earned. Because it's just the team more worried about how they're less concerned about how many points you have and more concerned about how much time's on the clock. Yeah. Right. In this situation, if they're shooting a free throw at the end, generally in the Anthony Davis foul, that's like an actual foul. Like Kyle Lowry almost tackled. I mean, he tried to tackle the guy because <laughs> if not, Anthony Davis was going to dunk it. Yeah. At least that's an earned free throw to win the game. Imagine if he missed that second one. You think LeBron would have traded him? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Also, was that the biggest free throw of Anthony Davis's career? Oh yeah. 
has to be, right? Well, I mean, it has to be just because. Someone said they won six. the national title at Kentucky, and someone says they hit some big free throws down the end. That game was a 12 point victory for Kentucky over Kansas. It's not the biggest shot of his career. What's the biggest shot of his career? It's the a half court shot against Oklahoma City? Yep. That was like in game like 60. That doesn't count. Well, I know, <laughs> but it kept the Thunder out of the playoffs, put the Pelicans in the playoffs. Um, another thing that came out about this ending, uh, you and I listen to Bill Simmons. I don't know if you listen to the Bill Simmons podcast. Uh, not that much, no. Okay, so he did a show with Ryan Rosillo talking about the All-Star game. And for like the first like hour, Bill kept talking about the 157 as like, I don't understand why they had to go to exactly 157. <laughs> Bill didn't really understand a lot of he things. He did not. Did you, did you hear that, him? I, I just loved that for an hour, Ryan just let him talk like an idiot and not explain <laughs> it to him. Did you hear him question, like, Buddy Heald wins the three-point contest and then Trey Young, like, congratulates him first? I, I don't get that. It's really, it's really simple. It's really easy to think. Now, what I will say, I agree with you. That it was, I don't understand why that was a big deal either. But he did make a point he that Trey like Young Trae was Young. in the middle of everything he all week, yeah, he which is like totally Trae. true. He doesn't like Trey Young because he likes Luka Doncic so much, and he falls into that that little BS thing of, well, if you like Luka well, Doncic, you have to hate Trey Young. You don't have to use his initials to call him out. Oh, Bill Simmons BS. Yeah, uh, oh, no, I got that. Yep, I got he that. He didn't get it initially. Eminem over here. Uh, no, I thought it was funny. I laughed internally. <laughs> What's your middle name, Chisholm? I have four. You have oh. four middle names? Mm-hmm. Your parents couldn't decide on one? Uh, first name of all my grandparents. Oh, nice. Aww. Yeah. Is that are they all on your birth certificate? Yep. <laughs> Trauma, John, Janet, Toby. Say that slower. Trauma is my Trauma. Who's married to John? Okay. And Janet is married to Toby. Trauma, John, Janet, Toby. Trauma, John, Janet, yep. and Toby. Yep. <laughs> There's no and though. Oh yeah, very right. Trauma, John. There's no conjunction. I don't have a fifth middle name that's a conjunction. Oh, <laughs> uh, so it's like one long word? No, no, no. Four separate middle names. Oh, okay. I was going to say, that's uh, so very German. So if your wife is ever mad at you, does she? which one does she use? Chisholm, John, Trump. Actually. Oh, okay. That's what about, good. What about your mother when she was upset with you when you were a child? I don't. Th- I, I think Chisholm was enough. My mom would call me Brady Austin when she was pissed off Yeah, see, I never got the middle name thing. I mean, I was... I had four other cousins who were all around my age and all boys. Mm-hmm. So they would do the... Nathan, Connor, Josiah, Chisholm. Like, they did, like, just throw out names, trying to get to the right one. They, like that the, happened a lot. It's like the Old Testament, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, biblical, you know, Baptist family, man. We got a lot of got a lot of biblical names. And then there's Chisholm, so. I like it. Shout That's out nice. to me. So, Chris Paul closed the game. Does that mean anything to you guys as far as the fact that he was picked as one of the ten best players in the NBA to try to get the victory for the LeBron team? Over Luka. Over Ben Simmons. You over go, Jason Tatum. Yeah, I thought you, it was cool. you go experience. You definitely go experience. And having Luka out there would have just kind of – because the thing about Chris is, especially with the way the game was being played in the final quarter, like you need defense out there. Luka's not going to give you defense. Right. Uh, Chris is pesky enough that he can be out there, plus he's LeBron's friend, and plus he's really smart, and plus he's a threat to shoot. So he, he had a good balance of about everything that that team is looking for in that particular quarter. But – um, no, it was it was odd because we get lost in, like, Luka is so amazing and then people that think Trey Young is amazing, and he's good at a bunch of things. He's not amazing in my opinion, but um, we get lost. Why do you in hate Trey Young? I'll take it off the air. <laughs> we get lost in that, and then we watch an all-star game with all the best players on earth, and it's like, oh, yeah, Luka, Trey, all those guys, eh, they're, they're still young. I, I just thought it made more sense that, like, because you saw – like, all the guys that were out there, they were pretty seasoned vets instead of having, like, younger guys out there. And so I kind of thought it was interesting having Chris out there. It looks good for Oklahoma City because Russell Westbrook was on the bench, and I thought it was kind of funny. This is Jake from Locked On. 
Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You actually beat me to my next point. Yeah. How weird, we, we're going to make these comparisons all year. Well, it's I hard mean, not it's to. True. But the fact that Russell is sitting over there watching Chris Paul close the All-Star game. Because they would rather him be on the floor than Russell. It infuriates How great Russell's been for a month and a half. He's been outstanding. You know, he's playing like he's offensively he's the center right now for the Houston Rockets, and he's been playing outstanding. But still, the other nine guys in the NBA said, "No, no, no. We'd still rather have Chris." Yeah. What did I describe? What I'm lost. Russell sitting and watching Christopher. Oh, yeah. Play basketball in his stead. It's a. Uh, it was. It was a great experience. I liked watch. I liked the Chris Paul hitting a three or hitting a layup or getting an assist, and then the camera cutting over to the bench and Russell Westbrook like quietly clapping over on the side. <laughs> it's, just, it's just some good imagery for What's the. What's going to happen when the Thunder and the Rockets play in the playoffs? If I could speak one thing into existence, <laughs> it would be the Thunder and the Rockets in a first round series. That means one of them That'd has to so leapfrog awesome. Utah or Denver, and who, I just can't see that happening. Who, but. who would bully who? Stephen Adams or PJ Tucker down low? Mentally or physically? Physically, Steven. Mentally, P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker would be 10 feet inside of Steven's He's head. mean. <laughs> I've, been, I've been behind the rim like uh, for a Thunder Rockets game and just heard some of the words that P.J. Tucker says. It's like, Jeez. good God. Got to do what you got to do, man. eyebrows yeah. off. Yeah. The words so, we can't say on this podcast. All right. Just, mm-hmm. And everybody, thank you so much for listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast, as always. And like I always say when I talk about the OKC82 podcast, it's mainly a post-game reaction show, as well as some fun stuff like the full court press episode we do on Wednesdays, and then the occasional interview with a Thunder player trying to work on Deontay Burton in the next few weeks or so. We were going to have Darius Baisley, but for obvious reasons, he is not able to podcast at this time, so unfortunately, that worked out the way that it worked out. Hopefully sometime, maybe after he's healthy, Maybe so, maybe not. But it's a perfect podcast that complements Locked on Thunder, of course, uh, reactionary to what the game that just happened. So um, works out well. Thunder coverage, a lot of Thunder coverage, never a bad thing. But everybody, thank you so much. And on Thursday, I'll talk to you later. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.